You're listening to the Better Bodies Podcast with your host, Rhea Wanamaker. Hi, I'm a registered psychotherapist and I'm also a human. And when I noticed that my obsession with food, fitness, and body image was taking over my life in every single way, I knew it was time to make some changes for myself and my health and to bring these important conversations to the forefront. So I started a podcast and I'm so happy that you're here. You are going to get so much out of these amazing chats. So let's dive in. What's up y'all and welcome back to another episode of the Better Bodies podcast. Today we are on episode three out of four um, in regard to codependency as the topic. So the other two episodes I spoke about, uh, number one, codependency and how it relates to your body image and health. The second episode was codependency as it relates to your work life and career. And today we are talking about codependency as it relates to your family and um the next and final episode in this four-part series is going to be codependency as it relates in um, romantic relationships so yeah let's dive into this i mean i have already gone over in the other episodes what um an active and passive codependent person is like what the different character traits are of each So go back and listen to those episodes if you haven't already, just to get a better understanding of it. Um, And it really stems from, when I say family, today we're talking about the family that you were raised in, not the family that you're creating like your partner and kids. Like I'm talking about your upbringing, your childhood, um, your siblings, your parents, that type of deal anyone else who was involved you know in your upbringing if your grandparents were close close with you your aunts and uncles um so that is really where codependent relationships begin that's where we learn right because codependency is a learned behavior no matter where you fall in the spectrum whether you are a passive codependent who is like the rescuer the helper the fixer or you are the active codependent, someone who feels lower self-esteem and relies on others um, to help get their needs met. So wherever you lie on the spectrum of codependency, we learn that in childhood in order to get our needs met and relate to others and care for everyone else's emotional needs as well. Um, And it just, it really helps to keep us safe and loved and feeling like we belong and like we fit in and um that we won't be you know shamed or held guilty for something or or embarrassed um, about different things in our household if we're ever if we are able to sort of keep the peace and that's what codependency does so if you learned to be the passive person in your upbringing that means maybe you held on to feelings of resentment maybe you would just clean up after other people or be helping your parents work through something or kind of bottle up your own feelings so that 
your parents didn't have to quote unquote feel bad if you were upset um or maybe you were a caretaker for your other siblings doesn't matter what the age difference is you could be a a younger sibling who caretakes for their older siblings as well and kind of shelters everybody and make sure that everyone else's needs are met before your own um and that that creates a lot of resentment but it also is very reinforcing because that is that becomes your role your identity and you know you really start to believe like things will fall apart like people can't handle things without me people don't make good decisions without me and i'm valuable right we become that person who our identity is i'm valuable to this family they need me for these things and without me they can't handle it so it's a double-edged sword there and then if you learned in your family and upbringing to be the more active person maybe people were doing things for you often or telling you what to do or um, reminding you that hey they were okay with doing things for you if you were an active codependent in your family maybe you're constantly asking for not necessarily like support you can still be like a completely functioning adult you like say you've gone to university you have a great job you can constantly still be seeking others approval and validation and like you know even texting your family members like what should i wear what should i do about this person i'm dating um and just maybe even have difficulty recognizing other people's boundaries like maybe you're calling your siblings or your parents late at night and really leaning on them and of course i recommend leaning on those around you for support and then also at the same time it's important to recognize other people's boundaries and have other coping skills that you can use to protect your energy and protect the energy of the people that you love and just provide them with that respect so it's really about finding that healthy balance and so yeah these are really developed in a household in any household um dynamic family dynamic and they're closely linked with attachment styles right and all of these kind of ways that we seek survival and seek our needs to be met get ingrained in us from ages zero to seven as we you know watch and learn and listen and take in information um, about what's around us and um, even societal factors play in you know and looking at different roles on tv or if you go to school and hear your peers saying something about what it's like in their household or you go over and and witness what things are like in their household as a child Um, These are where all these ideas of our roles um, and responsibilities come into play. You will really start feeling the effects of codependency in your adult life. Um, You'll notice if it's there in your family, you know, because maybe you'll start to feel burnt out. You'll notice that if you are a passive codependent, maybe you're constantly reaching out to family members. Um, Maybe you are overextending yourself and you know, you have your own adult life going on and you are still trying to do things for other people or like 
visit them more than really fits into your schedule or um, just kind of going over and above. Maybe you are driving people places often. Um, and, you know, because remember those the traits of the passive codependent are that you are empathetic and compassionate, um, but you take responsibility for other people's shit. Maybe you're always the one who apologizes first. Um, and so it's really interesting as you come into your own as an adult, your job here to mitigate this and kind of snip off this codependent relationship um, and, you know, turn it into something healthy if that's reciprocated on the other end. But you can only do what you can do. And the first step is to start setting those boundaries. And in order to set those boundaries, you have to know yourself really well. And it's also a process of, tri of trial and error because of course there are going to be times when you want to be there for your family members and maybe it doesn't fit into your schedule, but you're going to do it anyway. And then maybe there are other times when you could say no. And that is the time when you need to say no versus, you know, a time when someone needs you to go like pick them up at the emergency room or something. And you're like, eh, I have to get up early for work tomorrow. And like, yeah, so it's, that's going to be on you to figure out is, is there somebody else who can do this? Um, is this my responsibility? How am I going to feel after? Am I going to be resentful or can I truly allow this and attune to both my needs and their needs in this moment? So your word as a passive codependent is going to be no, just setting those boundaries. No, I cannot or even communicating your needs appropriately. Like if somebody does something, maybe you're not like lashing out and being aggressive right away, but if you go away and think about it and you notice your resentment, your anger, your discomfort, your stress, anxiety building, and you think about it, brainstorm what you wanna say to them and come back and say it at a different time so that it's a really clear message and then they might respond though, keep in mind with childish behavior, like just, and when I say childish, I mean literally their hurt inner child might be responding to your attempt at healthy adult communication. So don't be, um, what's the word? Don't be like discouraged. Yes, don't be discouraged if that's what happens, accept that. And that's gonna be really, really hard when I say accept, I mean more so like not accept, but be prepared for it. You don't have to accept or condone any type of behavior that's inappropriate um, whatsoever. Please do not, but allow this to be kind of a win for you when you're able to begin healthy adult communication with someone else. And maybe they will come back later and say to you, yeah, I'm sorry about this. Um, but don't always feel like you have to be the one to apologize first, because that is something that typically a passive codependent would do to just try and smooth things under, sweep things under the rug. And you will notice this come up in your adult life if you are someone who is an active codependent. If you are kind of feeling like 
lonely. I would say lonely is a really good indicator or like people don't care about you or even that maybe you're having physical symptoms come up for you, like somatic symptoms, um, headaches, stomach issues, panic attacks happening, um, racing heart, different kinds of somatic symptoms um, that you haven't addressed and feel like you don't have the skills and tools to handle on your own. And that could just be obviously you know, I would say go get things checked out by a medical healthcare professional. This podcast is for educational purposes only and is not a substitute for therapy or other healthcare. So please, if you are having any of those symptoms, go get checked out by a doctor. Um, and at the same time, anxious response symptoms can show up somatically in your body when we ignore our emotions. Um, because the body remembers the body holds on to stress and it comes out in different ways for different people and so if you are someone who is maybe like having panic attacks or your body is just like freaking out there can be a number of factors that go into that and one of them could be that you feel this sense of aloneness or that others are doing well i can't keep up um I'm sort of the lone ranger in my family um, and everyone's doing their own thing and no one gets me and I feel like I'm trying my best and you know how come this person has this and I don't have this if that is like your reaction to people like that can be real a really painful experience not like feeling like I don't know why I can't do these things like everyone else in my family can and like i said there can be a vast range of reasons why that is um and this this could be one of them um so codependency wise and that's because you know from those young ages ages zero to seven you learned that in order to be loved and valued and accepted and have your needs met to turn to other people and rely on other people and support um, get other people to support you for your success. You know, maybe you were praised for asking for help often in the classroom. Maybe um, you, I don't know, were able to tie your shoes and your parents still did it for you. And just sort of, you know, helicopter parented. And it can come out in your adult life by you really feeling that you aren't good enough and no matter what you do it's not good enough and just needing that external validation from others so that can be a really painful cycle and so my advice to the passive codependent was to say no and start setting those boundaries and communicating your needs in a healthy adult way and so my advice for the active codependent is to start building your confidence. And you might listen to this and be like, I'm a really confident person actually. Like I have a great job. I finished school. 
I'm pretty darn good looking. Like I have an awesome partner. It's just really stressful when I'm around my family. They make me feel like a child again in their house. And it's, it's really stressful and we don't have good communication. Um, while I'm there and it's, you know, I just have to deal with it Christmas holidays, whenever I see them and like sometimes we text and whatever, but it's, it's not a big deal. Like I'm a fully functioning adult and I would encourage you to look at different areas in your life and say, okay, well, are you, you know, super codependent on your job as well? Like what would happen if, um, you like didn't complete a work task on time or if you took sick time or you know if you stopped comparing yourself to your coworkers what would happen if like your partner too are you are you codependent on your partner for their support and their validation and they've kind of taken the place um of your family members so just looking at the different facets of your life you know do you only go to the gym when your friend says they're going to the gym with you and if they can't make it you're not going so i would say start building your confidence by one doing things on your own and two keeping little promises to yourself so even if it's literally just going out to grab a coffee by yourself and keeping little promises like okay i'm gonna meditate for 10 minutes today and or i'm going to go out for a walk on my own so anything that you can really do to foster that sense of independence and accomplishment is seriously going to build your confidence and i think that we don't acknowledge how much impact little things like that can play into um, the grander scheme of things so imagine you keep building your confidence like this over the next couple months and then you go see your family uh for christmas and they ask you know oh how you doing with your workout routine and you're like great i'm i'm honestly doing great and you know you don't need to seek their validation and say like oh like i don't know i sort of like the group classes but i'm not really going to those anymore because karen's not going and like, I'm not sure if I should get a personal trainer or like, I kind of want to start running. What do you guys think? Like, imagine if it wasn't like that and you didn't have any self doubt and you were like, yeah, no, it's great. I work out X number of times a week and I'm really happy with it. I'm really happy with my progress. And imagine if you could, you know, recognize their boundaries as well. Someone in your family you ask them at Christmas to help you move in the spring and they say, no, they can't. And your reaction is, okay, that's fine. Um, you know, I'll ask ex other people in my life. Um, you know, these other friends, these other coworkers, whoever it is, because you're not sort of putting all your eggs in that one basket and relying solely on those family members. And this is the way that we start to make little changes to create healthy relationships, um, one with ourselves, and then it overflows into other people, including our families. So I hope this was helpful for you and we will chat again soon. Bye. Thank you so much for listening. It honestly means the world to me. I love podcasting. I love 
bringing you this free resource. The best thing that you can do to support the show is to screenshot the episode that you're listening to and any takeaways that you got from it, share it on social media, tag me in it so that we can chat more about it. And also send it to any friends, family members who you think would also benefit from listening to this and give it a rating, a five-star rating on Apple or Spotify. And that just helps others to be able to find this content as well. We'll chat soon. Bye.